0: Hello there. Hello there. I figured, sir. I figured I would try and get the accent going at some at some point. I mean, it I, did. I've been saying it for two week. and a half years.
1: It did dawn on <laughs> me we're doing Kenobi and we haven't made mention of your your intro
0: line <laughs> for every episode <laughs> for every for the episode past two years. How's it going, buddy? Ooh. How how you doing? Not not too bad. Still still got the Ronas. Um, still have a fever from the Ronas. Um, wow! My wife kindly reminded me that I should I the reason that I am not currently um, the OIC for a, for a big exercise is because I am. Still sick, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I am still sick, and this sucks. And I'm like, why am I exhausted? And just like, because you have COVID, <laughs> like, and it's it's just hanging, it's just hanging on. Like I, I haven't been doing anything crazy. Like I've literally been sleeping. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so tired. And like, and and resting, and it's just like, man, like you, this whatever freaking variant This is needs to go away because it is interfering with life and um, the sound quality of my voice for House of Nerd. Which welcome, you know, welcome everyone. Welcome to House of Nerd. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get that out of the way. I took a long way around, but I remembered halfway through that I was like, oh yeah, that's right. We should probably welcome everyone. We should welcome the people. Yeah. No, I, we,
1: uh, we have a, a little bit of a a little bit of a, um, I guess you'd call it an announcement about House of Nerd, a little milestone that we uh, want to celebrate today. Oh, good. Um, I never you know this is. I, well, I held this one back intentionally oh, um, because I wanted to share this with you uh, and the people. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, we have officially, officially surpassed um, doubling the number of listens that we have had. So year over year, we look at... Um, You know, we we get statistics from time to time. I mean, time to time. More realistically, we get statistics every day. Um, But we get, I have the ability to kind of do, like, I guess, analysis, basically, to see if we're growing or shrinking or whatever, um, whatever the case is. And um, this year, sir, we have now passed more listens this year at this point um, than we had in all of 2021 so, um,
0: well, that's spiffy.
1: That is, and, and I, I feel like we owe the people who listen to us ramble every week um, a huge <laughs> thank you. Um, you have no idea how much validation I personally get out of the fact that we're we know we're a small podcast, we know we're not for everybody. Um, you know, I think we no, we that's a lie. We are to... for
0: everybody. Everybody should listen to this. <laughs> tell your friends, tell your kids, I mean, tell your wives. <laughs>
1: Well maybe it's, not your kids.
0: It is there there is a lot of cursing. I'm not I'm not I don't think we're we're <laughs> don't do encourage fun. don't encourage small children to listen to this. Never
1: mind. <laughs> we're maybe not the most fan friendly uh, child friendly. Yeah.
0: Fan uh, friendly. Podcast. Hells yes. Fan Some friendly, most, absolutely. Most most fan most fans.
1: Anyways, I just um <laughs> we we had a goal for this year. Um we're not I think it's safe to say, I mean, if this if we blew up and became the biggest podcast in the star Wars space is our goal I to think... get
0: swole, like <laughs> fan wise, like get, get I, swole
1: with fans. I think that would, would be far surpassing what we realistically expect this to be. <laughs> um, this is, as we've said many times, this is just something for two guys to hang out and talk and, and two friends to stay, to, you know, stay connected. Um, but it is really awesome that we've been able to connect with so many different people Adding so many different fans and friends to the house. Um, all all our different roommates, right? And um I, I don't know. I just wanted to take a moment, say thank you. Um, you know, appreciate the fact that we are we are growing. Um, and we appreciate the fact that you guys appreciate us. Um and that is
0: This is us appreciating you, appreciating us. <laughs>
1: That's something that was
0: very much huh? more huh? awkward than I thought it was going to be. Um, I don't know. I that made me happy to help you, help me, help you, help me, or, or vice versa.
1: Eventually, we'll get to the part um, where we talk about the nerd stuff. But, um, Will we? We usually do. Uh, yeah, there. eventually, I guess. <laughs> it takes a minute. Um, but, but while we're here, I uh, just want to take a chance to plug the fact that um, that I know some of you guys are finding us from TikTok. I know some people are finding us from Twitter. Some are finding us from Facebook. Um, wherever you're finding us from, thank you. We appreciate you guys being a part of the of the, the, friend, the house, the uh, roommates. Um, we can't wait to grow with you guys. Um, and we're, just, we're really excited that you're here. So hopefully you stay. Um, and, and hopefully... <laughs>
0: you're uh you're not hate listening but if you are that counts too yeah um, i don't but... i don't care <laughs> 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 listen for listen for enjoyment listen to just like rage against the yeah against the radio or whatever to like scream at us in your car that's 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 fine i don't i don't care it all counts the same yeah it, it, each one's a all listen. Counts the same exactly and... I would I would say we appreciate your opinion as well and please share it. But I don't know if your opinion is something along the lines of "Hey, racism's good" or anything like. That, I don't appreciate your opinion and fuck off as Obi Wan. Uh, the sentiment uh, that Obi Wan would give you. Yeah, yeah, they're one of the yeah, same I, at this point. I mean, Alec Guinness is still like the you know the OG, but uh, I I still think the story of him like essentially being tricked into being Obi Wan is hysterical. Uh, I think and, so. Ewan has, like, this is, he, he is the same. <laughs> At this point, truthfully, Ewan has has contributed far more
1: time in-universe than yeah. Sir Ale Guinness. Um, I heard yeah. an interesting... Ale Guinness
0: I, said a few very cryptic lines very well <laughs> and then stood excellent. in a hallway and got axed. Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so. I heard a very interesting... I think based
1: on, um, you know, the two episodes we're going to be covering tonight, obviously part three and part four of the Obi-Wan series, um, I heard, and this was something I was intending for us to get into later, but, um, you know, the concept of people are saying, well, this isn't the same Obi-Wan, you know, and, and A New Hope, and this guy is a totally different character. And I think what we saw this week was perhaps Ben I, Kenobi taking steps to become the Obi Wan Kenobi that we meet in A New Hope.
0: Yeah, I um, I would argue that like, it's the it's the natural progression that still makes sense from the yeah, badass top of the game. Like, I mean, we we hear in one of these episodes, like uh, he's talking about General, like mm-mm. General Kenobi. You've done this, like like you're here. I, I think it's episode four. And, yep. Like it's the same, the same thing. Like the one on the, these are the generals, the leaders, the ones that are on top of their game and something happens and we see the same cycle, like the same cycles keep happening. It's the same thing that we talked about ad nauseum with the, the arc of Luke Skywalker, where it's the cocky kid on top of their game. I can do anything and then is broken and how they handle it. And it's, it's it's like you see you see how Ben Kenobi is handling it, like in A New Hope, where he's hiding out in the desert, going, yeah, this is, uh, this is where we're at. Like, um, all right, uh, made sure you were safe. So, aces. Like, yep. <laughs> that's that's it. Uh, in it, it, like he's we see in the beginning of, beginning of this series that he's essentially turned his back on, like on the Jedi way. Like he has i mean he's used his lightsaber like twice like we see it in these two episodes like he finally brings out the lightsaber i don't think i don't think we saw any did we see any in episodes one and two i don't think so no yeah, we did not he's he uses he uses a gun like or a blaster like he's he's not he's not a jedi like he's he's forsaken the ways he's trapped himself on a deserted island and cut himself off from the force if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the it's the same thing. And you know, eventually it's like well I have to I have to pick up this heavy burden again to save those that I love. Same thing with Luke in the new ones. I have to pick up this burden again to save those that I love. Even though Luke was way more bitter and childish about it, but that tracks for that character and so oh, yeah. far so far i think this tracks for obi-wan that he's slowly like letting the force back in essentially after after just dumping it
1: yeah and and i don't want to get too i don't want to get too far out in front of our uh, skis here um and i know i totally took us down that path so i i apologize hey, but, uh, it's our
0: damn podcast Do a it one.
1: is it is i'm more apologizing to you um uh but uh,
0: I, I take, taking add, away my soliloquies from later in the
1: episode, I know. <laughs> moving them up.
0: This is the front 10 minutes and we already got one.
1: Well, I, I was listening back to last week <laughs> and I realized we don't even really talk about, there, there's significant portions of last week's episode. that We don't even really talk about because uh, our little emotional terrorist um, decided to, <laughs> to wake up at the very tail end of that episode. Um, so I'm going to try. I still, gonna,
0: I still stand by the like skipping large swaths of part 2 is essential i it boils down to a big chase scene is a chase scene. Like,
1: yeah i i think that was fair but i don't think i actually i really enjoyed both of these episodes this week yeah. and i i kind of want to i want to dive into them um because i feel like this is one that we're going to need to go chronologically because this is all one narrative time story here like you know start to finish this is I mean, this is how, that's how things usually work but um Indeed. I, I do have one bit of news. unless
0: you're george lucas and no, then it and goes then,
1: four five six one two three uh, because i can and it's my universe and i can right. do what i want exactly um
0: it's his podcast
1: i can do i have one bit of news and then we'll dive into episode three i'm not going to take up too much more of your time but this is this is a big one
0: take, take um, up take up the times this is what we do here this is what we're I here know. for to take up the I'm just, times
1: i'm excited to get into episode three um indeed because episode four was was the better one in my opinion but episode three was good um so i i do have a little bit of marvel news this week snark um and i know i can hear you rolling your eyes over there i'm not um, is it re- is it review bombing of miss marvel no it's not okay um I wasn't going to go into that because I don't think that's worth our time to talk no, about. Really.
0: I, I, I'm so tired of seeing review bombing of everything. Like, it, do, it doesn't matter what it is. Stop it. Cool to hate is dumb. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was actually going to talk about Jake Schreier, um, who is a director, uh, hmm? who has been hired according to Deadline.com. So I, I trust Deadline. They are usually on top of the Hollywood world. Um, but Jake Schreier has been tapped to be the director of the upcoming Top Secret, um, which I think is hysterical that we're calling this Top Secret. As it's uh, in the news? It's in the news. Um, but Marvel purportedly has a Thunderbolts movie um, in pre-production right now, um, which I feel like we we can chalk this one up as, put it on the board, because I feel like we called this at the end of you know covering Falcon and Winter Soldier at the end of, you know, the Black Widow movie, they've been putting this together. They've been telling us that we're going to make a a Dark Avengers or a, a villain Avengers movie. Um, if yeah. you if you have been in the Marvel Universe, read any comics in the Marvel Universe whatsoever, when you hear the word Thunderbolts, you know exactly who we're talking about. Um, but the, the premise of this article is essentially that Marvel has admitted that jake schreier has been hired to direct this movie um which i don't know that they're specifically acknowledging that the thunderbolts is the movie he's directing or that thunderbolts is happening um but it's uh, it's one of those saying without saying kind of concepts um and deadline feels good enough with it to run it um but basically the premise would be we're talking about baron zemo uh yelena the ghost um from Ant-Man and Wasp movie, Taskmaster, um, the Abomination, U.S. Agent, Winter Soldier. Um, I believe this is the new iteration of the Avengers team, um, and there is some some rumor that General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross would reappear. Um, he, of course, was in the original Incredible Hulk movie when Edward Norton. Mm. um the hope the that we don't talk about um
0: anymore <laughs> um which i i mean i don't, I don't know why like it, it, it's it's bad. it's fine like <laughs> it wasn't that bad i mean it was yeah. it was a 90s that was that was the one with uh tim tim Roth, is that that is name. yeah right is the is the abomination i i like i like it That was edward norton
1: right
0: yeah one, i mean he did yeah. a great
1: job it had mm. um Liv Tyler was in that, I believe. I think, or maybe it was Jennifer Connelly. I'm not Jennifer sure. Connelly. It might have been Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Uh, um. Either, either way, look. I mean, it's.
0: <sighs> I would love to see. I mean, I'm, I'd love to see the other side of the coin. I think Dark Avengers Thunderbolt. Like, it's a, it's an interesting concept. Like, I mean, you've got it. I guess, kind of with Sinister Six. Like, you got it in the DC universe, like Birds of Prey, where they're like the bad guys, but not really. I, I don't know I'd be a, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. yeah, I mean we've seen
1: we've seen the we've seen this movie or I mean we've seen the comic before, right and we know when Marvel makes a movie that generally it's going to follow roughly along the lines of the of a comic or a comic storyline um, yeah
0: they they're, but, they're, I'm, they're I'm, well know, they're well known for uh, stealing from artists. Because yes. hey, you signed the damn contract. Uh, who cares if we made billions of dollars off of it? You still get your ten k. <laughs> that is
1: true. We thank you we for your efforts. We discussed during the, the Black Widow
0: series Indeed.
1: and the the upcoming Thor: Love and Thunder series. Um, <laughs> that well, not series, but movie. Um, Marvel does love to reuse things. Um, yes. So, yes, I do. Anyways. Um, I'm just, I'm putting this out here because it's basically acknowledging, without acknowledging again, but acknowledging that there is a Thunderbolts movie that is at least being kicked around, um, you know, discussed, starting to move down that path. Um, well, that's good news for us because that's, hey, that's another thing we're going to be able to cover down the line. Um, and, you know, I, I think I'm suffering a little bit from Marvel fatigue. Um, I, I will be the first to say I have not watched Mrs. Marvel um yet
0: i i i, I have I, not either i i, I saw i think the guardian put it at five stars and really? then and now it's currently the because of again the review bombing just utter horse shit that that happens um because people uh, a few people on the internet have nothing better to do than to than to go just like hey let's just one star this thing because this is totally unrealistic um uh, okay it's a fucking superhero movie but chill mm-hmm. um Anyway, like it said five stars and they like had nothing but good things to say about it. Uh so I mean oh. I'm interested to try it. Uh, and it's also she's, yeah, she's a Middle Eastern yeah. yes, a Middle Eastern there superhero. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, did research sound like typing?
1: You research did sound uh, like yeah. typing. Yeah, you're right. Um the the Guardian uh Lucy Mangan mm. actually gave it five stars Miss Marvel review. A glorious debut for the mcu's first muslim superhero right so there's a so the
0: problem there it is. i'm interested yeah. in seeing what they did i mean if, it, if it's like no kidding i just don't enjoy the show okay that's that's fine um one of the critiques i read was that it's essentially like like it's a, it's a disney show like you can you can tell it's a it's a disney show and it's kind of kiddie and um at least that's what they a couple of reviewers have said like okay like if that's the case then maybe maybe it's not gonna yeah it's not gonna be for me like there's um it was i I think star wars has i mean there's a whole line of like kids novels that are in the golden age of the republic that i'm like no i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read them because i already as much as i may like this it's like something a crash run on crash tower or something like that that it's designed for a kids under 10 and you know when my daughter's old enough and wants to read that kind of stuff sure i'll read it and i'll probably enjoy it but i'm not gonna go out out of my way to do it for fun i'm not gonna go watch like sweet life of zach and cody just for like shits and giggles you know It's, (laughs) it's it's not gonna be what i it's not a show for for me so it's no it's no shark dog which season two june 30th getting getting pumped for season two
1: you know thankfully uh, my son is, is still at an age where I, you know, I think anything past like the two inches immediately around his face. Um, is it the six not, inches
0: in front of your face? In front of, in front of your nose. He's still learning to focus um, and, yeah, and you know how to deal. Um, a little while. I do have a couple, no. I do have a couple of recommendations. There's one, I think it's like, Hey Baby or something like that. That's like, uh, okay, hey bear, okay, bear I don't know I don't, I don't remember but it's like high contrast and it's just like dancing fruit and fun like songs. <laughs> it, is, it is so mesmerizing. I can only imagine if you do drugs as an adult, you would love this that. show too. Um, ooh, but also super mesmerizing for babies. Uh, so that you know that definitely uh, that definitely helped us out on a few days of just nightmare screaming. <laughs> We're just like, what is this dancing strawberry? <laughs> Fencing strawberries? <laughs> Why not? You know, no. Uh,
1: little little potato um, actually sat with me through the entirety of Kenobi Part Three and Part Four. I was uh, single dad in it a little <laughs> bit this week as uh, as the podcast wife was had some doctor's appointments. Um, and he, I mean, he tolerated it very well. So maybe maybe my son does not think I am a total and un, un you know unsavable nerd. Um, maybe he's
0: into this or. Too. Sorry. Or he can see two inches in front of his face and it was uh, just a blurry mess. And he's like, yeah, this is warm. This is Let me have this. This smells like father. <laughs> I am happy. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it's probably more realistic that you're right, but I like to think that I was right. So, you know,
0: we'll and agree. We, when he can great. talk, he's going to be like, hey, man, just want to <laughs> let you know, thanks for watching you... Obi-Wan with me. I appreciate it. <laughs> He'll be like, and then when we are yeah when we're touring our you know touring around at Comic-Cons and doing our doing our massive panels in the big halls uh, you can you can call me out in front of everyone and be like see oh, I, will. I told you. Oh you know I will. Um, don't <laughs> I hope I hope so. For a, I hope so. Don't doubt really, for a second. I don't give a shit about the calling out. I just hope for the first part where we're up on like a panel at Comic-Con <laughs> talking no, talking I mean, about how we got to influence the latest Star Wars story. That would be pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, if you don't put cool. it into the universe, then nobody is gonna call for it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, manifestation. Make it happen. Indeed. Well,
1: I think it is we've, time.
0: We've start. stretched the news story for, for long enough. The, <laughs> the <singular> single <laughs>
1: news story. Yeah, I think it's time. Let's let's dive in on the. Uh, would you uh, say it
0: is Rafiki? I would. i would say (laughs) like what are you talking about
1: (laughs) you know what i learned a long time ago that if i don't understand what you're saying just agree with you and eventually like i'll figure it out it's
0: rafiki because it's time Ah, nice disney
1: callback yes
0: we have one of us for years in this household (laughs) like (laughs) to the point where like i'm i'm hoping Little Bean does not pick up on it because that's currently like how we can say, Hey, it's time to go do something without her realizing it's time. And be like, <laughs> hey, it's a close close eyes time, Rafiki. <laughs> and she's and she is none the wiser. But if you say bedtime, are you ready? She knows. Then she's like, Absolutely not. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's still it's the, the nose are still very cute. Uh, but there still knows, oh, and yeah. that is gets mm. frustrating it's it's a,
1: i i my time is coming very soon i'm i this boy is very strong-willed um I can it is also I already, Rafiki <laughs> yeah indeed indeed well all right anyway, let's, let's dive in um, someday
0: someday we'll get there
1: episode three um so I watch these back-to-back, um, like, oh, well, not back-to-back. I watch them on consecutive days. And I have to be honest with you, I am a little bit, like, I'm a little bit pissed at myself that I, I'm having to wait until Wednesday like everybody else. Like, I was so far behind that I just was like, oh, I can watch one of these, and I'll still have, like, two more. I'll have one more. And then now I'm like, <laughs> I have no more. I have to wait to Wednesday right? like everybody else. i oh, like, damn um, it. It reminds me so much of when we were kids and you had to wait for things Um, and that
0: builds excitement it does Mm -hmm. but
1: it sucks to wait for things i it
0: does i am i am still eagerly anticipating the final two movies in this season of stranger things (laughs) so i'm like Uh, let's Fucking go, man. <laughs> like,
1: we haven't dived we haven't dove into Stranger Things divin? quite yet. Um, Dividend.
0: Dividend. 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 Um we Glad we could go on online. that little trip together. We None that of that football. was right. <laughs> no. It's okay though. <laughs> um so
1: part three of <laughs> obi um which I love the We'll keep running up done. that hill,
0: man. Like we'll keep <laughs>
1: I'm gonna keep rolling the stone up the hill you're gonna keep kicking it back down on my face
0: that joke will make way more sense once you've seen Stranger Things <laughs>
1: um, that was Prime.
0: that was a, a fantastic meme that I saw this week that it was like wait Top Gun is number one in theaters Kate Bush is running up that hill is number one on the charts there's a cold war going on with Russia did we just say fuck it to 20 like the 2020s and we're just gonna redo 1986
1: <laughs> <laughs> at the conclusion of well you know what no hold on we're going to before we dive into episode 3 because fuck it at this point um i <laughs> actually actually had something to bring up to you um that i i wanted to i wanted to run by you um and i'm going to do this without spoiling this but yesterday um my wife and i actually for the first time since he was born got away um for two hmm. and a half hours um must from be nice our, <laughs> From our little one. Um, yes, yes.
0: us be nice to have babysitters close by. <laughs>
1: very, very thankful um, for, for Little Potato's grandmother. Um, but I have been dying to see Top Gun. And um, I talked my wife into going to see Top Gun as like our date for this month um, to, you know, go and get out of the house and do something. Um, dude, Top Gun is Star Wars. It is Rogue... Squadron book number one uh, it is the plot from <laughs> Rogue Squadron book number one and it, I'm not going to tell you what exactly I mean by that because I don't want to ruin it for you um, Top Gun is amazing like this this Top Gun Maverick I went into it with very low expectations I just wanted to watch planes plane fly around and blow each other up and you get that like in spades but there's actually like a story here and there's
0: character development and there's a conclusion. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Like my dad, as as good as good uh, books, movies. Mm-hmm. They they do have conclusions and beginnings. And no, I just I, I want to point.
1: I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this out here as a reminder for you when you do get to see it when it comes on streaming uh, at some point. Um, some,
0: it is somewhere over the rainbow.
1: If anyone has seen this, if they've seen Top Gun and read the Rogue Squadron book. Um, which is probably a very niche market, but I think I have a better chance I talking to the do fans. not think so.
0: And um, I I will I will vouch for there are a significant number of giant nerds in the military. Oh, man. Giant, giant, just bleeding nerds in the military. I'm just um, telling you. Especially in my field.
1: So the guy who the guy who wrote Top Gun Maverick literally read Michael Stackpole's Rogue Squadron. It is carbon freaking copy to book number one of Rogue, of Rogue Squadron. It's, it is and it, it, we're going to talk about Michael Stackpole later in this episode again um, but it is, it is like if this is anything like what the Rogue Squadron movie is going to be when it eventually does make its <laughs> This know, is why premiere, they had to
0: delay it because they're like damn it they beat us to it.
1: <laughs> I genuinely do believe that's possible. Um, and, and I don't want to spoil. I don't want to go any further and spoil it, um, for yeah, you. But deal. it is. Anyways, it, it's really good, and it is. It makes me question, um, whether or not Star Wars. There's there's something in this third episode that I think Star Wars maybe. I had a I had a diatribe with my wife the other day about how I think this is all going to fit together, and it was like that scene from uh, It's Always Sunny, where Charlie's like, no, yeah. it all fits together, and I'm like. <laughs> it all fits together but it, but it does it does um so so anyways uh, episode three part three of obi-wan kenobi written uh by jovi harold hannah friedman Hassan amini and Stuart beatty directed by Deborah chow uh, original air date june 1
0: 2022 um first impressions snark I We're... absolutely loved loved episode three. I, I think I started talking about it last week <laughs> because I had seen it, and I'm like, "This is this is the horror movie." Like it, I see a lot of a lot of like complaints about like Darth Vader how he you know lets people go, and you know, like, like this is this sets him up at, like he's a '80s like horror villain essentially. He's Michael like, Myers. He's yeah. Michael Myers, Jason. Like all of the, it's. It's not like zo- even zombies. Like until they made them like run fast. Like zombies. Like it's the it's that slow, plotting, creeping demise. Like that's that's what he represents. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter how far you go or where you run. He he's gonna get you. Like he's just gonna keep coming, and you're gonna turn around and there he's gonna be. Like, or even even more recently, like it follows, where it doesn't oh matter God. where you go. You're he's he's going to be there. So when people are complaining, about, uh, I know it's jumping to the end, but, but complaining about the end of this episode, where they're like, "Oh, a little bit of fire stops him." Like, no, that's not it mm-hmm. at all. Like, it's care. it's all about like the toying with the prey. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it, and it's he's he's just going to keep coming. It it doesn't matter how fast you get there, he's gonna get there, and you're gonna be running running through the forest, fiddling with your keys, trying to get the get them in the door for him to start. And he's just gonna keep walking step by step. Like you saw it at the end of Rogue Rogue One. Like he's not moving quick through that through that fucking corridor. <laughs> like nope. he it is very slow, very intentional. I I will kill you. Like I'll move fast if I have to. Like you see that in the comics and he's you know jump jumping around some like you see it with uh, like going into the the whole like Tarkin getting the getting liberty to try try everything he can to kill him. And like he's he's moving around. But he can do all that shit without the force too. He is mm-hmm. just a badass that is going, going to. This isn't Anakin who's running around like some fresh young kid. Like this is, this is Michael Myers. This is Jason. This the. It's that. It's that feel, and but you get an that ultimate. through this whole thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you see, I, I genuinely appreciate the just the beginning. The whole beginning of this episode yeah. is just. It's- Obi-Wan bad, is consistently
0: bad. looking over his shoulder all oh, the man. entire time. The, the entire time it, it felt like a horror movie. And I'm like, this oh. is the closest we've gotten to, to a horror movie in, in like visuals, I guess in the live action star Wars, there's been, the, there's been some, there, there's been some really horror, horror-ish episodes and like rebels and clone wars, but yeah, not a, not, not in live action. We certainly haven't had this, this feel the scene where,
1: and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the scene where Kenobi and Leia are walking through the field um, and Kenobi looks off in the distance and like it's like a horror flash of Anakin staring at him. Yeah. And we know that he doesn't look like that anymore, but it clicked in my head of like, Kenobi doesn't know. Like at the beginning of this, you see Vader basically being put together, right? Like you see him out of right. the back of the tank and the legs and the voice box and everything. I loved that scene. That was so much better than they did during Revenge of the Sith. Like this was yeah. You, like you get it. You, a, you see, get a
0: taste of it there.
1: Yeah, but here you see like he is literally more more machine than man at this point. Um, and I love the fact that we go back to Mustafar and you get to see you know, you, you end last episode with, with Anakin or Vader in the, the back of the tank and this week you see the remains of Anakin becoming Vader again uh, or like, you know, what does it take to put Vader together? Uh, oh man, this was the the bit with, with Vader going back and forth with the third sister from Castle Vader and the fact that people talk about like the Mustafar system as like that's where Vader's castle is, like these are things that, like in the '90s, would be like you get a shot of, or uh, they talk about, like, "Oh, that was part of the development of a movie." Was Vader having a castle on a volcano <laughs> world? And we're fucking seeing it, and it's it's so good. Like, I mean, it, 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 this is like six
0: getting everything movies. you want. <laughs> like,
1: you really are. You really are. Um, I, I love the fact that. You know, we, we get to see Vader talking to the third sister and, you know, the they talk about the Grand Inquisitor and you see, like, this is 100% the Vader of the, the most recent comics, like 2018 to now Vader that they are putting in the comics where the Inquisitors are disposable. to him. Like, he doesn't care that the Grand Inquisitor died. Like, I don't think he got the whole story of why the Grand Inquisitor
0: died. That um, it doesn't, I, it, it's irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter, right? Like, oh, one of them's not here right now. Okay. Well, I'll then make another you, one. Yeah. yeah, you you do it then. It doesn't, it, none of it matters. Like, they're they're just tools. Like, everyone around him is a tool, it except was, for Tarkin, really. Tarkin <laughs> and the Emperor. Like, those, are the, those only are the two ones who control
1: him. But it set the tone for this episode. It, it really set the tone for the episode, I thought. Um, because, it, like you're saying, I think you had watched this before me and you're like, this is a horror movie. And I was like, you're absolutely right. This is a horror movie. And it was, it was legitimately scary. Like there were moments in this that were scary. They did the jump cut thing. Not to get like, there's way later in the episode, there's, there's some jump cutty stuff that was yeah. really done really well. Um, so from there, from, from Vader, you know, uh, on Mustafar, we go back to the, the cargo shuttle where Leia, And Obi-Wan are there. And you kind of see, I I believe this is where we see Obi-Wan reaching out to um, to Qui-Gon or trying to reach out to Qui-Gon at this point. I think this happened in this episode. Um, But you get kind of a little bit of back and forth between Leia and Obi-Wan about, hey, can you make this thing go any faster? (laughs) Um, And I have to say, I absolutely adored, when they do land... Um, on Mapuzo, I adored the scene between uh, Obi Wan and Leia where he's telling her, like, hey, we're farmers from tall and you don't talk. And she's like, is it that I can't talk or is it that I don't like
0: to talk? Anyway, like, I need to know what my motivation is here.
1: It, it, it really was like that, wasn't it?
0: It's um, like, if I'm going to act, I need to know why I'm doing it and what's what's my character, which is great. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was so cute. And I thought it was on brand for her because she's not a kid. You just, like, we've seen already where he was like, hey, just do this, do this. And she's not going to be the one to, like, she isn't going to do that. Like, that's not her. That's not who Leia is. Um, And I think it's getting to see getting to see young Leia have these interactions now. um, It makes the character of Leia that we grew up with more enjoyable right I I, to me it's it's like hey this justifies why she is the way she is down the line um it, you're getting that backstory of who Leia is um I thought they did a really good job of using exposition as dialogue where Obi-Wan's telling you know Leia about what the imperial mining has done to the planet um you know oh, this used to be a lush world and now it's you know basically just a mining system um and they, here's where we get, the, you know, the snapshot of, of Anakin off on the, like, off on the distant dune, um, which that, to me, I, yeah. I <laughs> that got me. I'm not going to lie. I had little, I had little potato on my, on my chest at that point, And I, I startled a little bit and I startled him when we saw Anakin and I was like, what? Why is Anakin? it took me the rest of this episode to realize, like, Obi-Wan doesn't know that Anakin has been put together to become Vader, right? Um, and that's what he thinks of when
0: he thinks of Anakin. Um, yeah, that if he knows Anakin lives, that's what it's going to be in his brain. Oh man, I and I'm I'm jumping around a
1: little bit here, um, but I do love the fact that Anakin or that Obi Wan freaks out, right? That the the person that Haja told him would be there to pick them up isn't there. he's like no one's gonna help me like he waits
0: for like two seconds (laughs) it it reminded me like speaks to his like to his character too he's always talking about how impatient anakin is throughout the entirety of like clone wars and through one through three he's like just just chill don't be Mm -hmm. don't be impatient don't be impatient but it's like the you know the the teacher what he's actually doing is is what anakin's picking up on as he's as he was getting trained as like the well, what do you mean don't be impatient? You're impatient. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. Just do, do what I tell you to do. Do what I tell you. Be patient. Just be relaxed. Chill. And, and then he, he, that's not how he is. He's like, no, we have to go. We've got to do this right now. When you were a kid,
1: and maybe this is just unique for me, but when I was a kid, I'd have to wait for my parents to like, pick me up sometime, like, uh, sometimes. Sometimes I just call
0: I, um, I would I would sometimes be at be still on school property at like six thirty in the evening bill yeah, because your parents work right yeah
1: like I mean, it just it reminded me of that feeling that I used to have when like it's like your thing is over and your parents like I'll be there to pick you up um and then they're like late because there's traffic or things happen or they can't leave work right on time and it's like you're that you're obi-wan and that like we've all had that feeling in that moment of like I said they were going to be here. They're not here. Like, damn it! And you get impatient, and and you have like the voice of reason almost, and this little child being like, it, it's, it's fine. It's gonna take a minute. Like, and we learn later that like the person was on their way. I mean, it just you right. Know, some, sometimes they, they, they got traffic. they
0: they slowed down a little bit. And if you just yeah. have been patient, none of this would happen. Oh, like, man. none of this would have happened exactly. Like, th- this whole thing would have gone differently if if Obi Wan had just been. A little Chill. bit more patient and that's, but I, that's I, it. it. It speaks I, to where he at, where he's at mentally and like it's it's just well done it doesn't feel like it's the hey're we're, we're doing this just because the story needs it no. and there's no reason and it doesn't make sense for the character. It doesn't feel like that at, at all. It feels like this this makes perfect sense for Obi-wan to do based on his character, not because the story needs it but, but which I love.
1: I agree. And I think that's that's what I think we're seeing the maturity of Obi Wan in this moment, uh, the immaturity which forces him to mature, right? I, I think this is how we get to that Alan Guinness Obi Wan Kenobi is because you know we hear like in the Clone Wars about the adventures on Gundark or uh, the adventures on Kanto by Bi- I'm not whatever it was is. a planet, yeah. Um, I'm sure people are. Anyways.
0: Um, it's great screaming right now but it's not a, it's not actually important and if it is at us for at the love me. of god at yes. us. <laughs> yeah, just but, just do it do it all
1: of this impatience in <laughs> actually introduces what is the the sole humor spot in this episode and the character <laughs> of freck um who i was <laughs> shocked to find that zach
0: Bratt actually i was not i I knew, oh, I knew exactly as soon as I heard the voice. I was like, "Yep, that's Zach Braff." Oh man, uh, that was. I also watched a a significant, significant amount of uh, of Scrubs. Like I, I, was one of my favorite shows through college.
1: Oh man, I loved this. I love this character. I love the fact. I this is the first time. This is the first time I think that we have seen a non-human supporter of the Empire, um, because. I to me, reading the expanded universe, that was always a thing, like a subtle racism or classism or speciesism between yeah. the humans and the non-human species,
0: in, and they, well, they've kept it going in the books very yeah. well, with especially with Thrawn. It's like it's like a whole group of people that the establishment literally despises you and shits on you, but for some reason, you continue continue to support those those people and if there's a there's a good analogy in say modern times in our own real world
1: things um, that make you go
0: right it's right there it's it's right there in fact they are they are a party of grand old people um (laughs) and most of the support base the leadership actively despises just like the empire the people that they need they actively despise them, but they need those people to mm-hmm. to be able to continue functioning. And this is this is an example of of one of those people who would who would bend down and find boots to place their tongue upon. But it, <laughs> they do a good job of humanizing Freck.
1: Like, I mean, he is a likable character. I love is the he? design for. Her. No, no, I
0: think. He okay, is. I was like, fuck him.
1: <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> I i think it's i think it's important to point out i I actually he's a nice dude
0: he seems to be a nice dude
1: that's the thing that's the thing is that they make him a nice a nice enough character like he is a friendly character now we find out his motivation was 100 percent. he's like there's no reason for these two people to just be wandering out in the desert he all along was going to turn them into the empire i think he's not I I think it's important to point out that he's not a monster. He's doing what he thinks is right. And he gives us the, he gives us the reasoning. And I genuinely, uh, and maybe I'm misremembering, but I I mean, his reasoning to me was, Hey, it's nice to have order back. It's nice to have a little bit of like calm. He doesn't, he doesn't see the empire as this evil force. He's friends with the stormtroopers. And I thought that was important that they showed that it was like that level of like, you know, hey, I know you like I've I've been around you long enough. Like, you know, it it, it was intriguing to see a, uh, those stormtroopers treated him with respect, in my opinion, they weren't like shitting on him, but it was like he was the same level of. Yeah, you know, they are just all guys or, or
0: people. Yeah, they're um, at, at that level. You you are like you're all you're all the same. Like this, the standard like just foot soldier is the same. The I mean, Empire didn't give a shit about stormtroopers, <laughs> as the leadership certainly does not. They're actively disdainful of them. I think before we go any further, there is more to talk about with Freck here, but I, I just
1: timeline timeline wise in this episode, we did get introduced to Fortress Inquisitorius mm-hmm. on Nur. Um, and we do see the the third sister um, sending out the probe droids. Just because we're going to talk about that probe droid in just a second, um, I I want to point out it was really cool to see Fortress Inquisitorius um, like in real life. I know that's a thing that's been shown in vi- video games and comics. Seeing the actual you know live action uh, representation of it, um, I love that place. I think it is one of the coolest designs for a like a base to have um, so the third sister basically tells the inquisitors at that point like I'm in charge now like um, and I am the a, captain now <laughs> we get a little snip between her and the fifth brother um, which I think like that's I, I can't tell if that's necessarily going to be resolved this season um, I could see that as something that would, would shake over into a potential season two um, but um, so they send out the probe droids Coming back now to Mapuzo, um, and back in you know Frick's truck or Freck's truck. Um, did you want to talk about that that uh, interaction between Leia and Obi Wan and the questions about you know did you know my real mother? Um, you know, are you my real father? Kind of concept. Um,
0: I, I I mean I think it's it's an interesting thought like where Leia is at like she desperately wants to know who her father is. And I, I really, I really hope we don't, we don't get that. Like, <laughs> why? Uh, like, if if she now know, like, if she knows that Darth Vader is her father, I feel like that would get in the way of the original trilogy. Um, that's a red I don't want.
1: Yeah, right. I and I
0: don't, I don't think it, I don't think it makes sense. And they've already been very clear that they're not going to, uh, not going to break canon. Like very, very clear. And that would that wouldn't make any sense for for leia. She would like, if she knew anakin was darth vader and anakin was her father then it's not that hard of a jump to go when she's on the death star and like seeing him like hey dad mm-hmm. um, like, like that what, would be what, awkward. The, right like that there's no there's no way you wouldn't be like hey you're your dad um and try mm-hmm. and use that use that to your advantage. It's, so i don't i don't think we'll see that i i think this is probably being very very specifically put here and that obi-wan will be in the position to let her know like to tell her and will choose not to just like it, and i i think it will mirror pretty much exactly how he deals with luke once luke's asking him and he's like oh i knew your father darth vader killed him mm-hmm. like i think it's going to I, I think that's what it's setting up rather than a Rather than some sort of canon breaking, which I'm sure, I'm sure the the internet is already alight with theory of how they're going to ruin Star Wars by letting Leia know that Anakin is Darth Vader, and that's no. her father. I'm no. sure it's already alight with those with those kinds of rumors. And no, they're not going to. I think it's going to stick with the mirroring and stick with the cycles that we always see. So we'll, we'll probably see something like that. That like, well, what happened to my father? Oh, well, he was he was killed. Mm-hmm. Like, he was he was my brother, and he he was killed. They're Especially killed. once we get to the whole burning scene, and it's like, well, uh, why why did he do that? Why did he let you go? Uh, well, a he's toying with prey and cycles. Like, why would he burn you and then let you let you go? Like, because well, because he yeah, because he was burned and then left. And mm-hmm. that's going to be question. Uh, that'll be questions that he has to very cleverly um half truth because you can't let her can't let her know that's going to be that's dangerous information for her to know
1: no i agree you have to be very careful you have to be exceedingly careful um if you're going to protect luke that way you have to protect her that way
0: um, right and i think that's he hasn't let her know that there's a that you've got a brother too like she's yeah. asking all these questions about her family, and it's not like, oh yeah, by the by the by, um, he actually admits he thinks he has a brother, which I yes, thought was like, very intriguing. Um, I've seen wow. lots of uh, lots of theory, the, well, the, not theory, but anger on the internet of like, why are they doing this again? And this, there's uh, a, I, I guess there's an original draft or like one of the original like relationships was that Owen was like Owen Lars is Obi Obi-Wan, was Obi Wan's brother, and there's a. Uh, the novelization of empire or the novelization one of the novelizations like way back um says that he takes like that obi-wan took luke to to his brother owen on Tatooine, um, and it like they, they're just like no that's not part of the <laughs> that no longer part of canon these are not the droids you're looking for um yeah, I, it's I'll a they, a they way. took that Man. away yeah i don't i don't even care if owen is is his brother. If that's if it's the same Owen, like I don't I don't care. Like that cool. I don't and really, if it not, doesn't bother me. Yeah. One of the one of the articles that I read was like, it could be just like a cool like Easter egg or callback or like everything else in Star Wars. In 20 years there's going to be an entire trilogy of of story about about this. And they're like, you know what? If they want to give us young Obi-Wan adventures Cool. Let's do it. Like they like, did the what's young ha- Indiana Jones
1: adventures and those were fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I love let's those. let's have the story of, of Obi and you know, Obi and Owen. Nah, why not? I, uh, sure. I, I
1: look. If they're gonna I, the thing I think I think the thing I said to you yesterday, uh, or maybe I don't remember what day it was, but I said if you're gonna make T V this good, like this is this is the best <laughs> Star Wars movies. <laughs> I mean, you guys are in charge of the movies too. Like, I mean, that's, that's the thing is I know people who are pissy about Kathleen Kennedy yeah. and I know that it's, look, I, I think we can there, all, we there's can a all reason
0: you. that she was yeah. specifically chosen by George us, Lucas.
1: If, if George is okay with what the direction that we were going in, I mean, we criticize and crush George when he was in charge. Right. So, I mean, it's not like people, it, it's the same thing as people
0: revere and hold
1: up and they're like. Oh my God! It was so much better when Lucas was in charge. I'm like, you don't remember? It really wasn't. <laughs> People were crushing Jar Jar, and they were crushing. I mean, Attack of the Clones was
0: panned.
1: I, I loved. I, I, I do this myself. I just don't go out and spew my views. I mean, I think about something the first time through, and I'm like, you know, I remember coming out of Phantom Menace and being disappointed because it wasn't X-Wings and TIE Fighters and Death <laughs> Stars and Discharge Courters. And now, I watch that movie or listen to that soundtrack and I'm like, that's one of my so favorites. Good. <laughs> that That soundtrack is the best of the entire series, first of all. Um, but, I mean, I... I <laughs> they do be facts, though. <laughs> I, true. I mean, I... I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, I have the nostalgia of like, that was the summer I graduated eighth grade was seeing the Phantom Menace. That was was my eighth grade, like graduation present was my parents took me and my best friends from middle school to see Phantom Menace. And I will forever hold that memory of like, that's, you know, (sighs) nostalgia does weird things to you. And I think it's just one of those things where you grow older, you get a greater appreciation even now you see
0: this or you in, grow older and you become more of an asshole about it. And it, it's, it's still ridiculous, but you see this adopted internet. There's an appreciation now for the last
1: Jedi where people have, I mean, we've gone from last Jedi killed star Wars to, Well now it's, you know, last Jedi wasn't the worst thing for star Wars and it wasn't the best thing. And I'm like, you know what? Right. That's probably true. That's probably where my opinion will be in five years is that it wasn't empire strikes back but it didn't need to be. Um, anyways, we're... Yeah. I, I went but we digress. Way, way As we there. are wont to do. It's our podcast. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Um, so I think we left off with Freck. Um, Freck has brought us to surprise. It was a surprise twist. It was a deception all along. Um, <laughs> Freck brings us to a a, a um, like a checkpoint. And I have to point out that... Um, at the end of this basically you get this interaction where the pit droid or the probe droid you know captures who obi-wan is uh, he recognizes obi-wan's face and it forces obi-wan to kind of get into this battle where he deliberately does not use his, his lightsaber um he uses just his blaster um, and I, I love the fact that he he doesn't kill freck um he i mean based on our logic he just hits freck on the back of the head and knocks him out. Um, I, I he love. This.
0: Definitely, aces some stormtroopers.
1: I love the fact that that <laughs> yeah. one stormtrooper got cut in half by that uh, like electric gate or, or
0: whatever gate that
1: was. <laughs> that was cool. Um, I did was- see
0: some like ev- after you watch your you know watch her get watch behind a bunch of energy gates as your master is you know killed. You never let a laser gate get in your way again. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I nice. I, I will simply point out my wife watched the
1: scene with me. Um, and after Obi-Wan destroys the troopers and, um, you know, the takes care of Freck, she literally said to me, why doesn't he just walk around? the and, be like, For Gate? and I was like, you know, that's no. a great question.
0: And I am not prepared to answer that at this point. Um, I like that has- theory that he's like, fuck Gates, <laughs> <laughs> he just destroys it just because takes care of Gates wherever he
1: can. Um, but we get this really cool scene, and I I I really like this scene because you get this kind of false narrator premise a little bit, where these this uh, extra speeder transport comes with extra troopers and an imperial officer who we learn her name is uh, Talith Durin. Um, we get the the scene they do the misdirect where Obi Wan, you know, all the stormtroopers' guns are pointed at him, and you hear the blaster bolts, and you go from looking at his eyes to the realization that Tala has, um, you know, shot in the back, all the stormtroopers. And we learned that she right. is Hodge's, she's the person who was on the way um, to come rescue Obi-Wan and, and Leia. And uh, I thought that was a really cool entrance for Tala who's played. Um, and of course now I'm forgetting her name. Oh man. I had it just a moment ago.
0: Yeah. It's gone uh, for me too.
1: Uh, well, well, research may sound like typing here in a moment um but she's played so wonderfully um this actress was in game of thrones she was one of the sand snakes um isn't game she
0: uh isn't she say related to a particular mandalorian
1: <laughs> in she, the
0: show <laughs> is it? she i'm pretty sure is that, she? that they're the they're the two and she's like i i don't I don't know if I, I hesitate to say Vera wife, Parma. but I think, uh, Pablo, Pablo Pascal said, did I say that right? Is that his name? Just, Pedro. Pedro. Pedro Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Jeez. Yeah. It's, it's a rough, a it's a rough, uh, rough day. Yep. Rough two weeks of, uh, of COVID fog. Um, anyway, like, I think they're, they're like the husband and wife of, or in, in that. And he gets just, just, head stomped or i guess popped head popped yes and she's the one that's left over
1: yeah star wars has done a um very interesting job of recasting a lot of characters from game of thrones There was a um there was a meme i saw online that there's a ton of characters have been reused yes you are right um pedro and indira varma indira varma um who is the actress um they were husband and wife in Game of Thrones. They were from Dorne. Uh, yes. And Pedro is the one who gets his head popped by the mountain.
0: Um, <laughs> he, I, he is indeed.
1: I believe Andera. spoiler alert, I think she watches her children die. I think Cersei chains him up in a basement and is forced to watch her children die or something like that. Um, that hey, anyways, yeah, that's, I don't, that's I don't know.
0: It's been a long time.
1: It's been a minute. Um, but anyways, Tala comes to the rescue um, and she kind of gives Obi-Wan this like, hey, I was on my way. I got held up. Like, you need to chill out. Like traffic was, traffic was just rough.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> if you would have just waited a second, bro.
1: So we're kind of wrapping down on episode three here. Um, but I do, there's two major things I want to talk about here. Um, and the first is that Tala brings Obi-Wan and Leia into the village and kind of, we get introduced to the concept of the path. Um, which is like the Underground Railroad um, for, you know, Americans here. Um, anybody in America has probably learned about the Underground Railroad.
0: Um, Maybe, depending on which, uh, depending on which part, part of the part country, of the country you live
1: in. Um, mm-hmm. But it's basically a series of homes and people who are, this is like the birth of the, the Rebellion. Like, these are the first people who are, like, helping out the Jedi, you know, offering them safe passage from planet to planet. Um, and we could to see this really cool, um, I mean, the the actual safe room itself is, is, you know, just a little room, Um, but in this room itself, um, we see that the Jedi who have come through the path have kind of scratched on the wall um, their names. Uh, We see the the Jedi symbol, Um, we see, you know, who all's been there basically passing on messages to other Jedi behind them, like, you know, hey, I'm alive, I'm here um and we get two very interesting um very interesting reveals and in that obi-wan actually calls out out loud um saying quinlan um meeting quinlin voss who has been in all kinds of animated and comic uh you know stuff he's actually been in in the animated shows um the quinlan voss is a jedi from the old republic uh, basically he's been around for a long time he was in the expanded universe um, but he is now back in canon because he has been in several different pieces but this is the first time we get mention of quinlan voss in the live action stuff
0: what is this place we have safe
1: houses like this throughout the galaxy trying
0: to link the systems some call it the path you're not the first jedi to come through here
1: It all leads to Jabin. From there we give them new identities and and get them out.
0: There's a lot of good people risking their lives out there. Were they all Jedi? Not all. These days, the Empire hunts anyone who's Force-sensitive. Even children. What happens to them? We're not sure. No one ever sees them again.
1: Quinlan
0: was here. Yeah, he helps now and again, smuggling younglings. What does it say?
1: Only when the eyes are closed can you truly see. See what? The way. And? Um, the internet has done its wonderful thing. This is the time where I get to actually give credit to the internet. We kind (laughs) of talked about this a little bit last week, um, but my all-time favorite character um, supposedly has been acknowledged as being canon now. Um, So, just follow me really quickly for a brief detour here. Um, Last week, episode two, when Obi-Wan meets Haja for the first time, Haja is helping a Mother and child get safe passage to Corelia. Um, we learn through the credits that that boy is credited as playing. His name is Corin, um, and that the mother, um, played by Maurice Alize, is playing a character called Niche. Um, and so the little boy, his name is Indy derocious He is credited in the show as playing a character named Corin. Um, Corin Horn has a mother named Niche um, in the Rogue Squadron books, the previously mentioned Rogue Squadron books um, written by Michael Stackpole back in the very early 90s, um, kind of a staple of the expanded universe, if you will. Um, so the the big deal here obviously is that, and my I guess my theory is how this ties in is that in this episode, um, episode three, some people have translated some of the orbesh on the wall to um, relate to a character named uh, with the last name of halcyon um halcyon i think his name is nija is is supposedly Kornhorn's father Cornhorn is an x-wing pilot who later becomes a jedi um, goes and studies at luke's academy i could literally do an entire episode of myself <laughs> talking about Kornhorn. um but that's that's the that's the nitty-gritty there. Um, but now, uh, the Halcyon later goes to Corellia, changes his last name to Horn, uh, meets someone there, or maybe he dies there, and then he's working with the police in Corellia. They adopt Corn, and that's how Corrin's last name changes from Halcyon to Horn. Essentially,
0: um, that was the
1: quick and dirty of the fact that Corn Horn, the internet kind of broke a little bit last week, um, because Corn Horn... I'm not the only one who cares about this character. Clearly, Snark cares about him. He read the books. Other people care about Kornhorn. But if you have followed Star Wars long enough now, you can kind of see where we're headed with this, is that there are, there's a theory out there um, that now that we've got Kornhorn back in canon and the fact that we have a Rogue Squadron movie coming out you know, hmm. at some point in the future, um, it would certainly fit... For Korin to be involved in that in some form of fashion, who knows? Right. They they may totally change his character entirely. However, if you remember back to Haja Estri last week talking with Anish, uh, he does make mention of the fact that you know the Empire is hunting our kind. Um, and remember, Haja is playing a Jedi. So my personal canon right now is that. There is some form of recognition that Niche knows that Corrin has force sensitivity, um, which would really be weird to have a character named Corrin who also has force sensitivity, but it not
0: be Corrin Horn. Um, anyway, right? Yeah, there's that, there's all these things that it's like. Well, it could be an Easter egg, or, or but it could, it could also be, be it could also be the seeds of everything that we're going to be doing in this universe forever. So. I just. I, I, it's, I love this. It's cool that that that's a thing that happens in Star Wars. <laughs> like, I, yes. that's one of the things I love is that you've got like all of these breadcrumbs that could be nothing or it could mean everything. Uh, that's and that's fantastic.
1: It is, and I probably have spent far too much time talking about this. Um, but it I just—it's
0: our show. And that's it what is. Here. <laughs> Never in a
1: hundred years, a million years, would I have expected this to be the Easter egg. This show stands on itself, I mean, as a wonderful story, but just like the Mandalorian did with the Darksaber, and I think the Darksaber is going to play a huge role in, in Mandalorian season three. I mean, you know, we didn't get the Darksaber until the very last episode when um, our Moth, you know, pops out of that tar, that TIE fighter holding it above his head. Like, they're doing this thing with Easter eggs that's just, it's building such a deep universe that it's just. This, this is fun like this is this is that passion for star wars coming back
0: <laughs> this is like, this is how we can have a podcast
1: yep yep sorry i, I, I know <laughs> i've heard out there i just i love the fact that that we we're seeing the birth of the rebellion and given what we saw during the andor tra- trailer i think that pieces that we're going to see in episode four are going to directly tie into andor down the line um but but finishing episode three before we, we get, you know, way too far ahead of our skis again here. Um, <laughs> we, basically the premise is, is now Tala's got to get them off planet. She has pilots who can do that. Um, but as we saw earlier, that droid captured Obi-Wan's face. So we find out Darth Vader and the Inquisitors know where Obi-Wan is. He's on Mabuzo. Um And boy, Darth Vader arrives and. <laughs> his splendor and glory and just
0: angst like this <laughs> he's was an, awesome. he's a drama queen like which i i love oh like, yeah that's it, like loves the drama of all this stuff I, I don't know about petty to motherfucker too yeah.
1: like oh man go ahead go ahead, go
0: ahead. that's go ahead. that's it they look like he loves this kind of kind of thing like, like wants wants people to be scared it's almost it's almost like the uh, the mythos of blackbeard yeah where like, like after after the beginning uh, at least from the some of the stuff i've been listening to essentially blackbeard the pirate everyone thinks like oh man he's this like huge badass that killed all these people and like he was this merciless like guy uh, but i know we're you're kind of seeing it in a uh, our flag means death
1: mm-hmm. where <laughs>
0: he's He's really, he's really not like, he doesn't have to do any of that stuff. Like you do it a couple times, you do it once and then you're, you're done. Like you, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do that anymore because it's, it, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter at that, at that point, you've done it one time and now the rumor is out there and you don't have to kill anyone. Like you just, you just have to show up. I mean, watching, Darth Vader backs it up, obviously.
1: Watching him though. I mean, he killed that father and
0: like snapping people's necks snapping a child's neck oh man Uh, so in case you were worried about like i think that's what i what i put on facebook essentially was like the how far can you go and be redeemed and it's like we've had this conversation about darth vader like he's already murdered a bunch of children like he doesn't give a shit like he he went in on the emperor's orders and murdered a bunch of kids as anakin like
1: (laughs) i think we're gonna see more child murder in the next episode too um but i mean just just vicious like just does not give a shit about you or anyone and and you see seeing kenobi almost be paralyzed in fear uh i mean it looked like he was he was afraid of darth vader in this scene
0: and And right with rightful rightful reason
1: (laughs) i i do love the fact that we finally see obi-wan step up and do the right thing um, you know, he realizes he has to lead Darth Vader away from Leia. Um, and him doing this allows, you know, basically there's a tunnel um, where, you know, they could have all escaped, but he realizes they, that Vader would just chase him down the tunnel. So he draws the Imperials off to kind of like an industrial workyard, shipyard. I, I don't know, you know, exactly where they are. Um, but he basically kind of, we get into this little bit of a chase and I, I think earlier you said like it was kind of Michael Myers, like kind of, a little bit like Freddy Krueger um, th- with Vader and the dark chasing, you know, Obi-Wan. And it is legitimately scary. Like it, it they do that thing with, with the color where they make it bright and dark. Um, and then here comes Vader out, all out of nowhere with his lightsaber. And like that, <laughs> he like manhandles Obi-Wan too. Like he... Obi-Wan doesn't look like he has a chance. Um, Right. And 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 I think he really doesn't right there. He cuts himself off from the force. Yeah. Or he had. And seeing, you know, ultimately Vader, you know, dragging Obi-Wan into the flammable rocks. I think he tells him, like, it's your turn to burn or something like that. Yeah. And. (laughs)
0: Like, holy shit.
1: It is petty as hell. And I love it. Um, it, it's it's just it's further reinforcement of the fact of who Vader is and you know what Anakin was as a person. Um, this just allows him to be his worst version of himself, basically. Um, anyways, right? It, essentially, I agree. <laughs> sorry, I, I know I've gotten eloquent here and, and talking a lot, but we we Obi Wan manages to escape um, through. Tala and her helpful Ned B droid, um, which I know we didn't talk. About Love that really. droid! <laughs> I want that droid to bust in some stormtroopers' heads. Um, I, I want to see that um, when
0: he, he like grabs the wrench and you're like, "Oh, oh it's just a stupid oh, droid." You're like, I wanted to so yes. badly.
1: <laughs> I was get like, him, "Get him!
0: <laughs> please
1: bust their helmets!" Like that would have been great. Um, but anyways, Ned B drags Obi Wan away. And we close on this episode with the third sister actually capturing um, Princess Leia um, at, at this point. And that's where we end episode three, um, which thankfully wasn't the last episode to watch that I, I had to wait um, because that was a hell of a cliffhanger um, to end <laughs> up on. Like what an episode, like legitimately a fantastic episode. And to turn around and follow that up with episode four, um, which if possible, I think was better um, in, in my opinion.
0: I could say, say arguably. Cause I, I just really like I really liked the horror aspect of, of episode three. I mean, episode four, we, it's, it's kind of like the, the heist that we had in Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but with any of the complaints about that episode, um, addressed and taken care of. <laughs>
1: uh, I love the premise of episode four is that we start we, we kind of dovetail with Obi-Wan waking up in the, the back of the tank just like we had Vader waking up in the back of the tank in the previous episode. Um and you hear you know Tala telling Obi-Wan like you're not fully healed and, and you get a little bit you, you see that Obi-Wan his mental state is not right. I think they do a really good job of kind of playing with trauma um, and, and kind of showing like how he's not healed from those wounds, he's not healed from that experience. Um, and, and, you know, once again- yeah, that's we, pretty that's uh,
0: pretty fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I can only imagine, you know, if your, your brother, your best friend, you know, ends up betraying you, murdering, you know, hundreds of little children you might need to talk to somebody about that um, yeah. yeah and I don't know that he ever did that so um but, but you're right like I don't want to go blow by blow on this episode like I did on episode three because there's there's bigger bigger things to talk about here on episode four I think um, we 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 see more in depth about fortress Inquisitorius. we learn you know that there is the empire certainly hasn't has learned their torture techniques that we see later on. I, I think this is kind of like the very beginning of, you know, right. We
0: ha- I mean, you have the, we know in episode four, you get like the floating torture droid. This, this to me felt way more reminiscent of like empire strikes back when they're lowering haunted yeah. sparks or first oh, order. Man even Man. so like you have Man. you have the spark thing um but this this is almost exactly what you see in in a force awakens mm-hmm. i think it's force awakens right is that uh, one or is it the i don't know one of them one of no, them it's force awakens
1: because that's where, where ray is poe or no yeah you got Poe, ray.
0: ray yeah ray trapped. yeah um, and daniel craig is in that scene that's true <laughs> so that that's- like that it's almost the same thing so it's like okay if this is before a new hope you've got kind of the mobile some of the mobile torture places i'm not even sure if like the the cloud city like does the cloud city have a torture room or what because that's that's a i have a whole host of questions about that that (laughs) scene gave me
1: the heebie-jeebies yeah horrible nightmares or was that
0: just darth vader improvising and going hmm yeah i can make this work i can torture Uh, you with this right so you i mean you have you have that Uh, but like you see the the cycles it's like oh did first order just you know they they took some of the old old tech in of the of the empire and we see the progression of it later is that the old tech that the first order took and i I don't know i like that i like that they're using this and it's very obviously cycles like and so I'm sure some people probably end up saying like, "Oh no, this is just a retcon of you know trying to make everyone like the the you know, the new trilogy." Mm-hmm. Sure, what, whatever conspiracy boy, like that's fine. Sure, whatever. Yeah, still, yeah, still, still like it. Yeah. No, I I think
1: I I appreciated the fact that Riva doesn't immediately jump to torture. I mean, I, I do have some questions about that. Is like they kind of play with perspective in this episode a little bit like Riva and Leia is kind of one part of the storyline. Um, whereas before I felt like we were one whole storyline moving through. Um, now I feel like we're, we split up again a little bit to bring them back together. Um, but I, I have some questions before we get there to the torture about how Riva doesn't recognize that Leia has.
0: That was my biggest question in this entire, entire yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that was legitimately like the one I get, I d I don't know if I'd I i do not know if I'd even call it a gripe, but just my one thought about this was wait. <laughs> like, yeah. How does she not how can she not tell?
1: Yeah, I I mean I guess you could make an argument. I, I could see making a couple different arguments. Maybe Leia doesn't know she has the ability to use the force yet, so she doesn't. Or perhaps Riva isn't strong
0: enough with the force to know. How, but
1: I, how do I they find counter. any of
0: those kids? Yeah, like, I
1: could counter that argument very easily. So
0: but that's their that's their whole purpose is to find four sensitive Jedi. children. Four sensitive children. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Is Maybe that something that awakens
0: that. later. Um, Hopefully, like that I mean, that kind of thing. Uh, but she says, and she says in Jedi,
1: you know, I I know I've always known when they talk about, you know, I have a sister. And I think they kind of intimate that she knows. I think she says a part of me is always known or something like that. Yeah. Um, it, it's been a minute since I've watched Jedi. Um, but anyways, I, I I had a little bit of a gripe about that myself. Um, I have a little bit of a gripe about how easy it is for Tala to get into Fortress Inquisitorius and kind of oh, disable I... security
0: systems. Um, I think that I think that makes that makes sense to me does that make sense at least okay um, I mean maybe not <laughs> I in the in that this is like a super highly secure location and she's just like walking in the walking in the front door essentially but she if they have hey this rank has access to to this and you walk up to a stormtrooper and you go hey let me in they go um I don't know if you're allowed in here you know, I'm allowed, I'm your superior officer, which we see her say yeah. a couple of times that, take you need to let me in because I'm your superior and I, this is where I belong They go, okay, yeah, seems, seems legit to me like, <laughs> fine and then do you, like then you, you see her use that to her advantage a couple times and I was looking at the little rank squares because when you have that dude come up and go wait, who are you again? Mm -hmm. Because she's very deliberate about saying, "I am your superior. How dare you question me? Like how how dare you? This is this is your job. You look at the uh, yeah that it's very very rank structured, and that there is there is no questioning authority. Because if you question authority, then that (laughs) that leads to other other issues. Not Uh, good. But the dude that comes up. Has more little squares on his chest, so like, uh-oh, this guy, this guy is actually in charge. Uh, that's yeah. that's what I kind of took from that.
1: I I I'm willing to suspend my disbelief for this. It wasn't that much of a twist, uh, like a stretch for right. me, honestly. That I'm like, I could see it. Um, so essentially, the you know, I, I did. I wish we had gotten a little bit more. Um, with Roken and Tala and the, I guess the Resistance um, it struck me as a little odd that Tala could just totally disappear from the Empire you know like go off to Jibim and then like reappear on a third totally different planet and just be like <laughs> hey I'm wearing my uniform again I get the concept of like I'm your superior but I feel like when he runs her through that security system maybe somewhere along the line
0: someone's like
1: Oh hey, like this person just disappeared randomly. Um, we we should find out what's going on there. <laughs>
0: hey, welcome um, back. I well, guess? Actually, I,
1: I did like the later we see you know Tala put her line on the life her life on the line for Obi Wan and Leia, and she spun a tale with Riva that was almost believable. I mean, to a to a to an aspect. I mean, I we've already seen her do some things that I don't think the Imperials would allow. But I mean, I, for a second I was like, maybe she's actually a double agent, but I, I, I don't know. I think she's too. She just, it didn't I mean, feel like
0: she could. It's like, you could have been um, uh-huh. exactly what they're,
1: what you're saying you are.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Oh, is this, <sighs> is this about to get really interesting? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been quite a twist. Um, quite yes. a twist.
1: Um, but anyways, but alas <laughs> I was okay with it not being that way the um, same I, I like the fact I just wish that we had gotten more about the path and maybe we will in episode 5 or maybe a little bit more about um, actually I do feel like we're probably going to get a little bit more about the resistance um, because we learned that there is legitimately resistance it, it's being formed it, It's it's fragmented I think, like we see in Rogue One, you know, I mean, that's a very much more, like, progressed stage of resistance than what we have here. Um, there's, like, six guys in a, in a ship. Um, <laughs> we like, I don't like the Empire. And
0: um, then it goes back to the, the new trilogy. Where it's, exactly. It's, it and en- you, you end up with six people in a ship, essentially. A ship.
1: Um, I, I thought that it was incredibly telling that we got the scene where Obi-Wan's sneaking around, you know, downstairs and Fortress Inquisitorious and he just happens to come across, um, he comes across like a secure area, um, which I think this might have been the most intriguing part of the episode to me. Um, the, the secure chamber that he walks into with the red Imperial symbol outside, which was different than, than the black. Right everywhere else um <laughs> which obviously tells us like hey you know we've got something else going on here it's
0: something something important is happening in this location <laughs> uh,
1: i i think you have a very intriguing theory snark and i'm, I'm curious if you want to share that with with the podcast um about who you think might be in one of those tubes
0: oh the uh, the potential mace windu because I I know it shows a couple of other like I, I forget the the guy the Jedi Master's name that uh, you see first like the guy that kind of looks like a goat a little bit mm-hmm. I forget yes. who that who that is I believe uh, but I know he's in the he's in the Clone Wars uh, I believe
1: that's Terrence Um yeah. I think that's I may be wrong about this um, but I believe that's who that's supposed to be he's an animated um, yeah Character, and this would be his first appearance um, in the actual. He's in Fallen Order, um, and he's in the Clone Wars a lot, so it's possible that's Terrence Noob, But, anyways,
0: continue. So I think that's I think that's who we're who we're seeing there. Uh, mm-hmm. But it shows very clearly, and we figure out what's actually going on in this location is th- it's a it's a tomb essentially. I mean, who knows if they're they're all dead they look pretty dead or if it's like the frozen and carbonite kind of thing and they're just like frozen on display Mm -hmm. uh, for use later or if it's like a museum of conquest kind of thing i mean these are like these are the big ones that they've found and and killed because you know i I guess you don't find out what happens to the name that you said sanub yeah you, you don't really you don't know what what's happened to him Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. But you get you get Obi-wan walking through kind of in, in horror and looking, at, you know at each and every one of them, except one. Mm-hmm. There's one particular that uh, mm-hmm. that is not in there um, or that is not close up zoomed in on and that's because the you know the alarm starts or whatever it is. like he he has to leave quickly but he is taking time to look at each and every one and gets distracted before he can look at that last one that when it pans out looks mm-hmm. alarmingly like one particular motherfucker it <laughs> does. sure does
1: the I, the I
0: someone that held a wielded a purple lightsaber <laughs> it, I, like it looks I went I went back a couple of times and I was like, is, wait, is it? and like paused it and like stood up and like got close to the screen. It looks like it could be mace Windu um in that last take, uh, which could be an Easter egg. could be the could be nothing, could be someone totally different. but i I think it would be very interesting to have him in in this episode and you're like oh okay because everyone's going oh you know he fell out the window but he survived and like look at this and check this out and here's this awesome fan poster for for everything and they go no he's 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 here but that also leaves it open for that story of okay so he did survive what has he been doing between the end of return to the jedi the or Re- revenge of the Sith? yeah and now what yeah mm-hmm. what's what's been happening in in there which I think is a very intriguing uh, story concept. That, my God, I hope we see it. <laughs> I think we will. I think I, I especially if
1: that's yeah, I think it's simply a matter of can we afford to bring Samuel L. Jackson back to the universe? And I, I think the answer is yes. But somebody's got to write that check before Mr. Jackson decides he doesn't want to make. You know, I suppose even then they could probably do a deep fake. Um, we saw what they did the deep fake with Luke. Um, but no, I, I thought, I, I think he did a great job of, that was, dude, that scene was, was dark. Um, yes. I, I, I it's upsetting. Know, I don't know if they're, I mean, the, the child, the youngling is the one that got me. Um, right. They certainly don't appear to be dead. Their eyes are open, but they're suspended in amber. Um,
0: that's the, yeah, that's kind of what it looks like.
1: or Or some equivalent of amber in the Star Wars universe. Like. I don't know how they would be alive, um, but then again, this is Star I Wars.
0: Yeah. I think it's intriguing from the idea that uh, we saw it again in the new trilogy. It just feels like there's so much from the the new the new trilogy in this that mm-hmm. you can take kind of the essence of someone and use it later. Mm-hmm. So, are are we seeing like some sort of is maybe research? Beginning? Is this yeah. is this where you know, Operation Cinder starts where it's like we're taking all of these and now we can use their use their essence or use something from them, or even they're still they're still alive, but we're going to see if they're using them for their own kind of purposes or programming them. Something like that. I, I think the, the possibilities are endless. They are, I suppose.
1: They are <coughs> really end, endless. Um, and I think, I, I don't know, I just, I think this is the first time since Empire when we've suspended somebody in Carbonite that we've seen someone suspended this way. And I think if you remember, if I remember correctly, they didn't know Han was going to survive the suspension in Carbonite.
0: Right. So I hadn't I, used I that think, before.
1: yeah, I think Lando had to check and say, oh yeah, he's alive. They didn't know he was going to live through that. So the concept, like maybe this is the way they do it. Um, when they, you know, that they,
0: or maybe they're dead. I mean, like, maybe they are. It could be. Hey, we've never tried to do them in carbonite, but you don't have the facilities here to do the, the other preservation technique that we've used in the past. So, guess like the the same the same thing I was saying with the torture stuff. Like, oh, I don't have my normal gear here, so we'll use this. We'll make it. We'll make it work. I I don't know. I
1: certainly think they could be dead. Um, But I I would not, I will not be surprised if they come back and say, oh, this is suspended animation to preserve their body so we can look at it. I don't,
0: I don't know. Something that they do. They do something with it. Yeah. Listen.
1: Um, Uh, Theory crafting. It's it's fun. I mean, that's, that was dark. And and I (laughs) I like that this show is not afraid to go there and do that. Um, Because that's it's an aspect of star wars that i mean we've revisited a lot of things but we haven't revisited carbonite freezing so that's intriguing Mm -hmm. um we do get a really cool chase um down under you know down in the depths of inquisitorius between obi-wan and talus kind of helping him and lay escape and they do this really cool thing with a blaster bolt that goes into a window that's kind of holding the ocean out. Reminded me remarkably of Jane, uh, Kanan holding back the fire in Rebels. Uh, yeah, holding back the I can water. see that. Um, and, and then we got the reintroduction of a Purge Trooper. I, I thought that was just a cool Easter egg to point out that um, there's a Purge Trooper, you know, shown in this episode. He was the, the, the Stormtrooper in black. Yeah. Um, but we did get to see, you know obi-wan escapes in the nick of time and we see the stormtroopers kind of floating floating in the water down in, in Fortress
0: he, and he, like we see a lot of stormtrooper death and one of the complaints i saw was like well he's not a uh, was he he didn't uh, like, chop them in half or whatever like he doesn't have he to drowned them. like he 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 drowned a bunch of them but the ones that he like where you get that That awesome moment when he's rescuing Leia, and it's like he shuts the power down. so like we see that come up Uh again in A New Hope. Like, shuts the power off. It's a dark room, and all you see is a blue flash and zap. And it's like, and he's like, wait, come out, come out. Like, it, and you can, I mean, you can see the damage the lightsaber did to him. Yeah, he didn't cut him in half. Like, why? Like,
1: (laughs) it was intriguing that he hit. I did note that he hit both of them twice which I'm used to lightsabers only having to hit things once. So maybe, maybe, um, anyways, anyways, um, we get to, we get to the end of this episode. And I think yesterday I sent you an emoji, um, that I was just absolutely thrilled to see the return of, of snow speeders or in this case, air speeders. <laughs> um, we get a really cool showdown between Riva and Inquisitor's, um, and Obi-Wan and the you know it looks like all hope is lost for for our plucky band of heroes right. And these two speeders come flying down I, I thought that was really cool to see those reintroduced um, I don't know that we've seen them before um, but I, I loved that um, I, I love that we got to see them again I thought that was really cool um, and we can see one of them get blown up in a really violent fashion
0: He's um, like, stop them. And like, all right, cool. All right. We got it. <laughs> See it. <ya. laughs>
1: I don't know if that was like ammunition. It, it struck me as like ammunition, but like a blaster doesn't need ammunition. So maybe it was just explosives.
0: I um, think they, they do need, they oh, need energy cells. Something, so, yeah. So that, yeah, there's gotta be something that makes them shoot. So they do need something. So I think that's, um, that uh, may, sure, maybe it was energy cells. Maybe, uh, who knows? Uh, it's, it's irrelevant. She blasts them out of the frigging sky. It was uh, awesome.
1: But we, we get the, the finale of this is, um, you know, I, I believe it is uh, Vader. Yeah, Vader kind of storms into the area where they are. And he's like, <laughs> you let them get away again.
0: Right. You're you're dead to me and everyone else. He's holding <laughs> her up
1: by her throat. And she's like, I, it's okay. I have them track it was a very rebels thing, right? Like rebels did that a lot, where they play with tracking devices. Um, yeah. Where it's just like I, like we. There was an interaction earlier between uh, Riva and Leia, where with, with the with our little droid, and we've come to find out for the last episode, our last scene of the episode is the probe droid coming online, and you see its little eye glow red, um, indicating that it's evil now, and it's tracking our tracking our heroes. Um, yeah. A little convenient, I, I will admit. A little, <laughs> a little convenient. But again, I mean, this is—it's a trope. We've seen it used before. I, I'm okay with it. Like, it, it kind of gets back to that whole, you know, having a villain that's easily defeated. Um, you know, the way that they're defeating Riva, I don't feel like is unrealistic. If anything, I would say, why weren't there? Why wasn't there like a, a air patrol flying around, you know, Fortress Inquisitorius? Yeah. But I can maybe I could see that too. Maybe you say you know they're so comfortable. There's not been a rebellion. They don't feel the need for it. Um, but yeah, anyways, that that would be maybe a complaint is you know, why weren't there if there were TIE fighters flying out there, those speeders would have been mince meat. Um, but they weren't. And we kind of see a really cool scene with speeders. Which I love. I have a really, I had a really cool <laughs> of this theater when I was a kid, so it was really cool to see that again. I still have it. <laughs> I I don't have that
0: anymore. But... I'm, at I... some At some point, I will get. I, I will have all all of my Star Wars toys back, <laughs> and I am, am... I, I am excited for it. Oh yeah! One member sure, of our wife... household is less excited. for it. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, Snark. So we've
1: reached the end of episode four. We only have two more of these to do. Ugh, I'm so sad. Sad.
0: Well, um, at least at least the next one will be just, just one, because we're going to be following along the release yeah. schedule at this point. Yeah. Um, so I am stoked for that. This is a monster episode. Um, so I am pleased that we don't
1: have to do two recaps anymore. Um, hopefully... Again. Hopefully, this is not too much for anyone involved, including our wives and children. Um, right, but um, <laughs>
0: most most importantly, our wives and our children. Too. I mean, don't <laughs> take this the wrong way, but I don't, I don't care about y'all that like, not that way. Not in that way. <laughs> like, um, yeah, if you're, you're listening to this in your car, you're you're good. It's it's okay. You'll be you'll be fine. It's
1: my <laughs> wife that I'm more concerned about than anything. Um, but correct <laughs> for now, I, I think what we'll say is. Um, once again, we appreciate you guys for listening. We, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you guys. Um, you know, the news we shared earlier this year, we're we're, we're just stoked. Um, we're, we're so pleased that, you know, you guys have found your people um, wherever you're listening to us from. Hopefully, you guys are having a good time, having a good day. Um, it's sunny outside, so I'm probably going to be taking my son outside later to, to play in the dirt. Um, so that'll be cool.
0: Yeah, um, here, but play in the dirt, man. That's a that's intense for a for a two week old. Well, All right, he's, yeah, hey, he's Giro.
1: Actually, he's three weeks old now. So, oh,
0: gotcha. <laughs> you
1: know, in your face, sir. Three um,
0: three weeks. I don't know. It's it's hot as shit here, so right. we're it's we're very staying, hot. We're staying firmly firmly indoors and uh, running running the bean ragged indoors
1: <laughs> because I mean, it
0: is brutal outside. We, we might be outside for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but outside, outside we shall be. <laughs> we shall be outside. But.
1: All right. For, for the, the scholar um, and the snark, thank you guys once again for listening. We can't wait to be back with you next week. And we'll let the snark take us out as he always does.
0: May the force be with you. See you guys next week. You don't want more what the feet would bring. <clears throat>
1: Put a tracker on the ship. Soon the location of the network and canoe will be ours. It seems I have underestimated you. But my lord, the base was almost destroyed. Realty is all that matters. There can be no mistakes. You're certain the tracker is with him. Yes, my lord, where he goes, it will follow.